You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. And today we are doing something we've never done before. <laughs> we are in the studio here on the radio with you, but we are also going streaming live to your favorite Archdiocesan YouTube channel <laughs> where you can see us in person in the studio. It's very exciting. We're going to break the internet today, Marie, for we sure. Are, we are going viral. Now, a couple of things about this. We are absolutely socially distanced. We're wearing masks. We're being safe and all of that. However, the one sad part is we didn't do our pre-show dance routine. That's right. I, I'm not sure everyone wants to see that. No, so. there's a lot of nonsense <laughs> that we will no longer be able to do because we're on camera. But um, we're excited to share this on a new platform. And we're so grateful, of course, to all of you who tune in every week. Absolutely, absolutely. And just also keep in mind, if you're ever able to not see this or listen to the show, uh, you'll be able to pop on the Arches um, YouTube channel later on, watch our show or other shows, um, and also head over to Catholic Charities where you'll be able to see it again. But today, um, we're going to shift gears away from the video cameras in the studio, and we're going to talk about um, some of our the vulnerabilities of our seniors these days. And right now, we're, we're rightly focusing on COVID-19. You know, this year, we've seen and heard so many heart-wrenching, difficult stories about seniors who've suffered because of the coronavirus. And some seniors have seen their health decline because their daily activities out in the world were reduced or stopped. Others got COVID and spent weeks alone in hospitals without being able to see their family and friends. And others are, are in nursing facilities where visitors are limited and they feel isolated and afraid. On Sunday, I drove past a nursing home and there was a lovely family outside a window obviously saying hello to loved ones. So we know this has been a very difficult time for seniors. Absolutely. Uh, seniors are also vulnerable in other areas, as we know. That's why for over 20 years, Catholic Charities Adult Protective Services has been advocating for seniors who are the victims of abuse, neglect, and or financial exploitation. And we know there's a lot of that out there. We work with local city and state agencies in a cooperative way to ensure that every concern brought to our attention is handled and that our seniors are safe and protected. You know, the Illinois Department on Aging tells us that there were over 21,000 cases of elder abuse. 21,000 cases of elder abuse reported in Illinois for the 2019 fiscal year. And we know that many cases of abuse go unreported. The largest number of them involve finance, financial exploitation, emotional abuse, passive neglect. 
And of these, only 6% were reported by seniors themselves. So raising awareness is definitely an important part of this issue. And I know I say this every single week. No, don't, Marie, don't do it. (laughs) But with us today is an amazing woman who has been with Catholic Charities Adult Protective Services since it started in 1996. She's a highly skilled, compassionate advocate for the adults she represents. So welcome. Welcome, Betty McLennan. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me on the program today and sharing all the information that we have regarding Adult Protective Services. Uh, we uh, have, uh, in, I am operating out of the Chicago office that serves the north side of Chicago, um, and uh, we have been doing Adult Protective Services, as you say, for about 20 years. Originally, the program was called Elder Abuse. Uh, It Mm. did change uh, uh, in uh, 2013 because of the Adult Protective Services Act, which now includes people under the age of 60, 18 to 59, with disabilities, Mm. as well as self-neglect. But uh, we cover... uh, all the different, there's seven different allegations that are reportable, uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, passive neglect, and then there's willful deprivation and confinement, and also the financial exploitation. Uh, so that's quite a range of different types of mistreatment. I like to call it mistreatment mm-hmm. uh, because uh it can be more than just uh, physical abuse. Many, many times when people hear the word elder abuse, they immediately associate it with child abuse, and they think of physical battering. But the elder abuse or adult protective services program is a much wider range than that. Um, and also, I want to stress that we work with people who are adults living in the community. Uh, we uh, are not investigating nursing home abuse. It is a abuse or mistreatment in the community. And if uh, the abuser is known to the, to the senior uh, as well, uh, the, it is not a, a program where we take uh, reports of uh, uh, abuse that may have occurred by a stranger, a random act of violence on the street or something like that. Got it. That's um, a helpful distinction. Um, so no nursing homes and no, or facilities and no um, acts of criminal conduct outside of a, yeah. a family. Um, Betty, we only have a little bit of time before the first break. Sure. How many people are on your team? Well, um Recently, we were able to hire a few more people. Uh, so we have nine uh, adult protective services caseworkers, and they are trained and certified by the state of Illinois Department on Aging. That's a requirement for the adult protective services program. Um, and uh, I, about well, I would say uh, four four people of those case. Uh, workers are bilingual, uh, wow. Spanish-speaking, um, 
we were fortunate because originally we just had one person, which was a heavy load. Sure. Um, Betty, and, we're going to have to take a quick break here. And when sure. we come back to the Voice of Charity, we're going to continue our conversation about adult protective services at sure. Catholic Charities. Thank you. Catholic Charities After Supper Visions program offers guests of our Tuesday night supper the opportunity to learn the art of photography. These talented guests who are often experiencing homelessness are offered disposable digital cameras and they work with volunteer professional photographers to learn the basics of taking photos. Then the artists go out and capture images on film of anything they find to be beautiful or interesting in the world. Their photos are amazing. Visit AfterSupperVisions.com to learn more about the artists and their artwork. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, too. At After Supper Visions, we are developing film, talent, and hope. Hi, this is Bob Gilligan, Executive Director of the Catholic Conference of Illinois and current board chair of Aid for Women. I'm inviting you to a special event, a virtual fundraiser, on October 7th at 7 p.m. This year's speaker will be Ben Watson, former NFL football player and Super Bowl champion. He's also the executive producer of a recently released film, Divided Hearts of America, a film that he hopes will change the nature of the debate about abortion in America. In addition, this year, we're honored to be presenting an award to Virginia McCaskey, owner of the Chicago Bears. For more information, go to www.aidforwomenlive.com. That's www.aidforwomenlive.com. Do you have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Good morning and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jochum and Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking with Betty McLennan about the Adult Protective Services with Catholic Charities. Betty, thanks so much for sharing with us this important work. Um, you talked a little bit about some of the precarious situations that our seniors are in that make it difficult to report the abuse themselves. Can you tell us a little more about that? Well, uh we have to remember uh, seniors, for the most part, are part of a family. Uh, so um, with uh, around 34% of, of uh, seniors living with abusers, uh, you know, there are uh, people who are maybe adult children who have never left home, mm -hmm. uh, may have mental illness or disabilities. Um, 
and they are put in a caregiving situation which they are not capable of Um, and it is embarrassing for the senior uh, to uh, you know make a report themselves regarding this situation and yet they do want help but they don't want that person to get in trouble. And so that's that's one uh, important area, you know, of family life that, that we have to, you know, really be aware of and uh, work tenderly with the, with the senior in that, those circumstances. You know, I think that's really an interesting point you raise, right? Because these are family situations and you're we're walking in, you're walking in kind of as part of an entire system. And I think... Um, I think that your work is so important as you try to help honor the senior and also kind of help that family. Can you share with us what what happens? So what is the course of action that you take as you start an investigation? Um, what are the steps? Uh, when is when or if is law enforcement brought in? What happens? Well, uh, first of all, we have to remember that when a report of a, uh, is made regarding adult, you know, uh, abuse, neglect, or exploitation, uh, or self-neglect. Those are allegations. That doesn't mean it's necessarily true. So we have to be very uh, gentle in our approach. Normally, uh, we would, I'm saying normally because (laughs) COVID-19 has has Nothing normal about this time. (laughs) some, Some of the way that we do approach, but uh, first of all, we do uh, we have to uh, speak with the senior themselves. The program is highly directed toward self-determination, uh, the client's ability to to uh, make decisions for themselves. And if we can address the allegations in private with the senior uh, and see what they have to say regarding the situation and then offer uh, interventions sometimes it's just services in the home to uh, relieve the family member who is not capable of providing care um, you know so there's so so many different types of approaches but first of all most importantly is a face-to-face visit with the senior and like i said COVID 19 has impacted that so we are approaching the senior initially by phone uh, we have to make sure that they are safe uh, uh, and uh, don't have the uh, you know indications uh, or exposure to COVID. but our workers also go out totally prepared with masks and gloves face shield anything so that we are not susceptible, but also that anyone that we come in contact, we would not be uh, then, you know, uh, spreading the virus unnecessarily either. Sure. So there's, uh, you know, it has made a difference, but I just want to focus on on uh, working, you know, with the senior and, you know, are the allegations true? Like I say, it's, you know, it's alleged uh, abuse, right. but maybe someone who viewed this and reported it uh, is not knowing the whole picture, and right. so that's that's one thing. And law enforcement sometimes we need law enforcement to help us gain access 
We were going to ask about that. Sorry to interrupt, Betty. Tell, sure. Can you tell us about the, the partners we're working with? Uh, well, the partners would be, um, we work with with uh, law enforcement when necessary. Uh, like I said, they help us sometimes in gaining access because, you know, the alleged abuser may not want us to, to come in to right. see the senior. Uh, uh, also with well-being checks. Uh, also, uh, the uh, partners, uh, well, we are a state program it's under the auspices of the Illinois Department on Aging so they they have developed and uh, created the program and designated provider agencies so um, we work with them that we have a liaison particular for our area who we consult with very difficult situations um, and also there's the city of Chicago uh, Department of Family and and Support Services, the Senior Services Division, and they monitor uh, the program as well and, and send us referrals. Uh, also, they uh, you know have the uh, home delivered meal program and other services that are accessible for us uh, if we have a client in need of those services. I think, you know, Betty, what you're highlighting, too, is just this idea that there there's more than just when you walk in the door, right? So you work with a bunch of other agencies, but then also can kind of connect them, it sounds like, to other parts of what Catholic Charities does. When We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have a continued conversation specifically around warning signs, what our listeners can do if they're concerned how they can connect to the community and make sure that we are keeping our seniors and adults as safe as possible. parents, have we got a great idea for you. While your kids are adjusting to being back in school, they can also help brighten the day for one of the thousands of our senior clients. Invite your kids to write a short letter or a poem or make a drawing or tell a few jokes on paper. Then all they need to do is put it in an envelope, add a stamp, and address it to Catholic Home Care Senior Surprise, 2601 West Marquette Road, Chicago, Illinois, 60629. That's Catholic Home Care Senior Surprise, 2601 West Marquette Road, Chicago, Illinois, 60629. These letters will mean so much to the seniors who open them, and your child will have that wonderful feeling inside that comes when you reach out in kindness to someone else. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. You're invited to Keep Hope Alive 2020, the online benefit and celebration of the Archdiocese of Chicago's Immigration Ministry and their nationwide program, Pastoral Migratoria. Join us virtually on the evening of Thursday, October 29th for a night filled with music, camaraderie, and inspiring speakers. Cardinal Blaise Supich and Sister Norma Pimentel of Catholic Charities of the Rio Grande Valley, who was recently recognized as one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People, will be joining us to help keep hope alive. Now, more than ever, the immigrant community, both here in the Archdiocese of Chicago and across the United States, needs the leadership formation and accompaniment that Pastoral Migratoria provides. Registration is free, and sponsorship and advertising opportunities are available. 
Visit www.keephopealive2020.org for more information and to register. Again, that's www.keephopealive2020.org. Catholic Charities Divine Affair home tasting parties are going virtual. This year marks the 20th anniversary of Divine Affair, the elegant wine tasting event that benefits our self-sufficiency programs. Low-income single parents with dependent children are trying to break the cycle of welfare and poverty. Today, the need is greater than ever as the COVID-19 pandemic has left thousands of newly struggling families in need of immediate assistance. You can easily coordinate a virtual wine tasting and help Catholic Charities at the same time. Each guest will enjoy a sample wine kit that includes wine and a guide, all courtesy of Lewis Glenn's Wines. You can gather your friends and family for this fun event or incorporate a celebration for a birthday, anniversary, or engagement at the same time. To learn more about a virtual home tasting party and how you and your guests can win fabulous raffle prizes, call today at 773-756-6937. That's 773-756-6937. Cheers! Good morning again, and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy. And we are talking with Betty McLennan from Adult Protective Services at Catholic Charities. Betty, you talked before the break about the, the interconnectivity of our partners, both inside and outside the agency. One question, how, how long do we typically, and there's probably no typical, but how long do we work with clients? What kind of follow-up might there be if... if You've established that there's an issue and then done what we can to address it. How, how long does that last? Well, uh, you know, the um, actual investigation is a 30-day period. Um, this is totally you know, prescribed by the Illinois Department on Aging and the, the statewide program. So within that 30 days, we are exploring with, with the senior asking their consent to speak to other people involved, including the alleged abuser. And then if we substantiate, even with some indication, that uh, abuse or mistreatment uh, exploitation has occurred and the senior agrees for us to continue to work with them, then the, the uh, service will continue into two more months, which is called the casework uh, period, where we develop a case plan, we do a risk assessment for abuse uh, reoccurring or escalating or remaining the same. And uh, after that period, if there's still some need for monitoring, we can continue with uh, once a month follow-up contact for up to 12, 12 more months. So wow. in total, you know, it could be 15 months, not most most cases don't go that long. Uh, often they go, you know, up to and through the, the casework period. And if an intervention resolves the issue, um, you know, we're no longer involved. But, I, you know, I really want to stress the client's consent. If they have capacity to, to make decisions, mm-hmm. um, it's important that we work along with, with their uh, needs and what they consent to. You know, Betty, we've heard so much about social isolation, and we've heard so much about children being very vulnerable during this time. And and a, a few weeks ago, we had a show all about this. And, and I can't help but really feel that even more so, perhaps, seniors are. And, you know, 
I, I know, you know, some of our listeners are probably daily mass goers and see other seniors every day, but that hasn't been happening. So, you know, at, or that looks different now. I mean, if, if someone's listening and they're concerned about someone else, what are some of the warning signs that people should watch out for, um, even if they're slightly concerned that someone they might know is being abused, neglected, or exploited, or may just need some extra help? Well, uh, you know, neighbors helping neighbors mm-hmm. are, you know, it's, it's sort of a lost art, I guess. But, uh, we're bringing it back, We're Betty. bringing it back, Betty. We need it. <laughs> but um, observations, you know, if, you know, in some neighborhoods, seniors have lived in their home, you know, their whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and if a neighbor observes the senior, they no longer see that senior coming out. Um, you know, to go to even a doctor's appointment. Mm -hmm. Um, If mail is piling up outside on their, uh, you know, in their mailbox or papers on their step, Um, if if they see the senior wandering around the neighborhood and see not knowing how to return to their home, Uh, if they know the senior and have... uh, you know, visited in the past, called or, you know, just stopped by the door and asked if they needed something. And if then the alleged abuser or whoever's living in the home says, makes excuses, oh, um, she can't have any visitors right now, or she doesn't want any visitors right now, or she's sleeping. Well, that might occur once or twice. But, you know, it doesn't occur every time you try to check in on the person. So, you know, those are some really red flags. Also, their rent and, and maybe bills not being paid, um, you know, if uh, they realize, you know, that there there may be, um, you know, an eviction possible, you know, right, sure. uh, those type of things. The other thing is, I, I think I'm right in saying this, a lot of parishes are doing um, calls mm-hmm. to parishioners and particularly um, senior parishioners. So if, if that's something I think you can do from the comfort of your own home and get a list, yeah. um, if your parish isn't doing it, you might suggest it. It's a great way for people to check in on folks. Um, Betty, would you share, we should share the um, abuse hotline mm-hmm. number if you would. Sure. It's a statewide 24-hour hotline, and that is 866-800-1409. So that's 866-800-1409. And it's a 24-hour line, so no matter where an individual lives in the state of Illinois, um, they can be calling in a, a concern um, no matter where the senior lives, uh, if they want to call that number anytime, weekends, holidays, and report their situation, then the hotline conveys that um, report to the, the appropriate agency that serves where the senior lives. So, Betty, you know, I, I we are wrapping up here, and I think, you know, you highlighted it when you said... Neighbors helping neighbors. What can we do to help protect seniors in our community in 20 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think, you know, um, even though we're social distancing, uh, you know, 
check on your neighbor, especially if, if you know they are elderly. Um, and, uh, you know, as long as, as you can, uh, you know, just offer assistance if, if needed. Uh, and just be aware. Uh, and also, uh, you know, the, the, the thing of uh, checking in with family members, even if you don't. Absolutely. You live next door. Neighbors Uh, helping neighbors. We'd like to repeat the Adult Protective Services toll-free hotline. It's 866-800-1409. That's 866-800-1409. Betty, thank you for joining us today and sharing your experience. Tune in next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. We will be discussing how statistics about Catholic Charities programs and services are being used to help eradicate poverty around the country. For now, this is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy wishing you a safe, healthy, and happy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.